When I hit my mid-30s and looked around at my life, there were four questions that slapped me across the face. Is this all there is? Who am I if I'm not that? How did it all end up here? And whose life is this? Because it doesn't feel like mine. Hi, I'm Erin Minogue and as an educational leader who found myself burnt out of my 20 year career working 100 hour work weeks, I chose to take a sharp left turn into the life that was calling me. Now as a coach and a mentor, I get to help women in their 30s and 40s navigate their sharp left turns, all with intention and clarity so that they can have the relationships they dream of, the self-connection they crave and the purpose and passion in their chosen life. I don't believe the middle of change has to be messy. It can be magical. It can leave you stronger, wiser, more courageous, and closer to the truth of who you are and want to be in the world. Life had to shake me awake before I took notice. If you're there in that spot and you need to know what now, then the Sharp Left Turn podcast is for you. Let's dive in. The rules you have to break in order to chase the things that light you up. What are the hidden, invisible rights and wrongs in how you live your life? How much of it is a choice that you own and how much of it has been out of your hands? Now, I'm not talking about laws or common agreements of morally right or wrong. I'm talking about those invisible, unspoken narratives that float in the air, never really defined but definitely communicated when we stray outside the boundaries of the yeses and the noes. Yes, you can be that. No, you can't be that. Yes, you can express that. No, you can't do it that way. A good woman looks like this, behaves like this, carries herself like this. A good man holds himself like this, engages like this and reacts like this. Anything in between is confusing. Have you ever noticed that it's the things in between that call in ridicule, questioning, judgment and demands, assimilation, blending? These are the questions that I've been really pondering lately. These are the areas of my life that I've been digging into, uncovering the dust from and pulling the bullshit cord on. So many beliefs that I'd gathered about myself and life were based on these invisible, unspoken rules. The acceptability of how I was and was not allowed to show up in the world with my emotions, responses, appearance, behaviour or thoughts were all shaped and shifted by the world around me. It took a long time for me to realise that I'd been completely passive to this process I played no active role in contemplating these, creating these, or challenging these. I just worked as hard as I could to fit the mould, to chase the approval, to keep the invisible heads nodding, yes, now you belong here, that way. I didn't even stop long enough to try to understand who those invisible heads belonged to, or even to recognise that they didn't belong to me. It's in these rules that we hesitate to follow the things that truly light us up. It's in these rules that we define our worthiness or enoughness or success or achievement. It's in these rules that we cut off possibility and potential and aliveness because we lean into the idea that it's not for us. It's only for them. For me, that 
it's for them only narrative sounded like, it's only for them, those who look the opposite of me. It's only for them, those who are bold and confident and loud. It's only for them, those who don't take anyone's bullshit. It's only for them, those who are popular and convincing, magnetic. It's only for them, those who are comfortable misleading people and not caring about consequences. It's only for them, those who have money. It's only for them, those who know how to say all the right things regardless of what they believe. It's only for them. It's not for me. What have your narratives been? If you were to put forward your deep, down, honest answers, how does your it's only for them list read? It's easy to see when we stand and look at it from the outside just how believing in these perceptions and holding them close would step in the way as a brick wall between us and the things that light us up. If we have formed a story through passive acceptance of who is deserving of certain dreams, goals, achievements and success and in turn that we do not fit in those boxes, then stepping forward onto that path of inspiration becomes painstakingly difficult. We're not only fighting an invisible set of box lines and lids, we're also fighting ourselves in our worthiness. And it still happens for me, that fight, against myself and my own deservedness to pursue the things that light me up. It still happens for me that someone else will make a comment they may long forget that lingers in the air for me and makes me question it all. It still happens for me that I'm reintroduced to a belief about myself that I thought I had long left behind, only to find it still following me. So much of this is what drives my passion in helping people to understand their humanness. I so believe that these are some of the things that haven't been broken open enough in our conversations with each other and within ourselves. So much of what you might think might be wrong with you or about you needs to be challenged before you begin to believe and accept that they are you. If you're standing in your life looking forward into a new way of being, living, behaving, thinking of life, then it might just be time for you to wipe out those invisible, nodding, approving heads and ask, how do I want it to be? How do I want to express myself, explore myself, cheer for myself, acknowledge myself? What will matter to me when I've used all of my years? I encourage you to really look around and surround yourself with those who have broken the mould, challenged the expectation and opened the door to what happens when you realise the invisible rules are in fact invisible for a reason. They can only exist if you stay between the lines. After that, they vanish. Which makes me wonder, were they ever really there at all? If what is standing between you and the things that truly light you up lose their power when they're challenged, isn't it worth the curiosity of looking for the things that make you come alive? There is a label for this kind of thinking. They're called limiting beliefs. We all have them. They're the beliefs that we've gathered about ourselves, our place in the world, our abilities, our roles in relationships, our ideas about what we should do, have to do, must do, to be a good wife, a good mother, a good friend, a good daughter, a good partner. 
But just because we believe them doesn't make them true. That's where the limiting part comes in. There is a cycle that's played out within our own unconscious wiring. And this is why we don't always see what's driving us in our decision-making responses and reactions. They're subconscious. Firstly, you might do something in your life that you feel is met with judgment, haste, disapproval, contempt or questioning by another person. Or you see an image, a video or a piece of content that makes you judge or question yourself. And then your thoughts and beliefs and the stories that you've got playing about why that happened all causes feelings. Then those feelings that you're experiencing cause you to think certain things about yourself. Then that thinking causes more feelings. And on and on the cycle perpetuates and a pattern is formed. If this occurs repeatedly, the pattern is now an internal belief you have about what you should and shouldn't do and how there are only acceptable and unacceptable ways of being. So you shrink to fit those boxes. But it's easy to forget that those people we made our boxes for are likely passing on boxes they've never questioned and perhaps don't even believe in themselves. We forget that those other people are seeing the world through their own experiences, encounters, lessons and limitations. We forget they use language in different ways to us and they may not have actually even intended their words to learn the way they did. We forget that not everyone chases their spark and we forget that we get to become someone who does. You get to be someone who does. You get to be the person who chooses now. Our beliefs, our thoughts, our personalities are ever-changing things. They are not who we are, but somewhere along the line, we slip into clutching so tightly to them that we convince ourselves the self-doubt, overwhelm, panic and uncertainty is us. We look around at other people and their lives and see the surface layer. We see the things, the celebrations, the successes, the hand-picked snapshots of time and we think, that's it, that's how it's supposed to happen. We think that makes up life. We get swayed into believing that life is found in things. We get swayed into believing that life is found in trophies. We get swayed into believing that life is found in the jobs, the money, the numbers of likes. But really the aliveness you're after is in being heard, seen, loved, acknowledged, accepted, inspired, creative and connected on the inside. If you're like me and you strive to follow all the rules your whole life only to be left with emptiness, confusion, lostness and disconnection, then let me leave you with this. A friend recently put me onto a book called Wabi Sabi by Beth Kempton. In it there's a quote, what we outwardly push for is often very different to what we inwardly long for. I know this to be true. For people like you like me, who have found themselves ready to shake life up in a way like never before, ready to take a sharp left turn, so often it's because we've realised that what we want, like really, really want in life on the inside, looks vastly different to what we've been collecting on the outside. And guess where your spark is found? Is it time to challenge your narrative? 
Is it time for you to start spending time playing between the rules? You've been listening to the Sharp Left Turn podcast and I want to thank you for being brave enough to take your sharp left turn. I'd love to hear from you about what this episode has brought up. What questions do you have? What moments of realisation and reflection did you have? What has you thinking or curious? Jump on over to my DMs on Instagram and let me know. I would love to have a conversation with you. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, if you are wanting all the ongoing episodes so that you feel supported and connected throughout your sharp left turn, specifically from someone who's been there and gets it, then subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so that you don't miss any episodes. Until next week. Take care.